Verbal intercourse. Verbal intercourse. Verbal intercourse. This is verbal intercourse. Good afternoon. This is Nate Walker, the host of Verbal Intercourse. Um, here with episode two. Got some special guests with me today. My homeboy Joe Collins. What up, what up? And my homegirl Liz. Hi. <laughs> So basically today um, we got a hot topic. We're going to get into dating and marriage in 2020. Um, and it's going to come from two different perspectives. Well, three different perspectives, including my own. We got Joe, who's married. who's been married for three years, right, Joe? Three years. And we got Liz, who's who, single, single <laughs> living this kind of single life. Living this kind of single life. It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> so um dating and marriage in 2020 has always been a pretty hot topic especially all over social media um everybody has these memes and of course um valentine's day was yesterday so um i hope none of you pre procreated yesterday because i don't want any more sagittarius and <laughs> and scorpios on this earth <laughs> so um we're going to get right into it. Um, I was looking at this survey that was done in 2019, earlier this week, and it's called the General Service Sur the, the General Social Survey. And over half of Americans between the ages of 18 to 34 do not have a steady romantic partner. And that's basically our millennial ages. We're, we're between 18 to, to 34. And especially black Americans. Black Americans are least likely to have a steady partner um, in, in contrast to white Americans and African-Americans are least likely to marry. And if they do get married, least likely to spend a long, happy life with their partner. They're, they're more likely to get divorced. So we just going to hop right into it. Um, I'm going to ask Joe, um, when did you first meet your wife? Um, how did you meet your wife? And... Just tell me a little bit about your bun. Okay. Uh, met my wife at one of Chris' parties. And we was really kind of vibing on uh, Twitter already. We was kind of vibing on Twitter already. Uh, and I met her at a party. I was sitting on the couch and I was balancing my cup <laughs> and uh, on my knee. And she said, that's a cool trick. And I said, I don't, I don't know what I said in the moment, but I was caught off guard. She was pretty, you know. You know, yeah. I was, I was really zoned out because you know I'm busted at one of Chris' parties, just chilling. Yeah. And um, this pretty lady walk up on me. So anyway, uh, that night I, I ain't even shoot my shot really. I was, I was more caught off guard, and I end up, you know, vibing with her on Twitter. Asked her, you know, for a number, we uh, start communicating, and then we kind of fell off. We had went. Uh, I asked her uh, to meet me at Fondren Pub, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
After the Your media, spot. That, was, <laughs> that was my spot for the minute. And um, she ain't come. You know what I'm saying? She we, stood you up, she like stood me up. Did like did she tell up? you she wasn't coming? Nah, she. <laughs> you look like you're still upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That was uh It was, but it's a precursor to a great thing. Yeah. Because he taught me to be patient for her. Um, and so ever since then, and the the progress of our relationship has showed me that patience is you know probably the strongest thing that you can do in a relationship. You gotta wait. Right. Uh, you gotta wait till you get better. You mm-hmm. gotta wait till they get better for you. Or, you know, they get better in a way that you like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And y'all get better together. Mm-hmm. But it's it's definitely something that takes time. And that's why you got to have patience, you know. And in 2020, the dating scene is so wild and it's so fast. And everybody want what they want right then. But you ain't going to have no perfect person. So let me ask you this. So when you first met your wife or when you was getting to know her, was it like a certain list of standards that you had in regards to a partner? I was more so, I've always based my relationships on connection. Connection. Yeah, so it ain't certain, you know, a certain standard. I come from, before my mom was what we was, Mm -hmm. we come from, you know, right (laughs) down there. Right. But anyway, so I ain't really got a lot of, I don't know, judgment on people. Judgment, okay. Okay, so so because a lot of dating, what I see, especially on social media these days, is and just in general, people have a certain standard. I want my woman to look like this. I want my man to look like this. I want him to have this kind of car, this kind of degree, this type of money. Sex game got to be ten out of ten, and and it's just unrealistic. Well, let me so. Before we start that, do, do men place that same expectation on women? Of course, of course. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, everybody has that kind of. Well, I ain't gonna say everybody, like but a checklist almost. Yeah, it's like a checklist. So, Liz, what do you think about the checklist? Do you have like this, this theory of a checklist of this man that I want? I have, of course, I have like. And Liz is single, guys. I'm, I'm single. <laughs> of course, I have, like, things that I would want. Like, oh, I really would like that. But being realistic um, is my my um, relationships are strictly, I won't say strictly, are largely based off connection also. Because mm-hmm. um, I used to be one of the kind of the checklist people. Like, I don't know, bitch, he ain't got... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, he don't. You know, he he looking a little funny in the light when it comes to you know um, this, or he might. Oh, child, he got kids. You know, stuff like that. But at the same time, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a definite. No, it would just be a hey. See, you know, see what it is. Now there are some right. definite no's. Like I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm not really keen on being with somebody who. Um, <laughs> I'll say right now for who I am, the, the type of person I am right now, hey, say what you I, say. I don't exactly want to be with someone with children. Okay. Um, I don't hey. even know if I want to have children myself. Okay. So I think it would be unfair mm-hmm. to date someone with children and knowing that I don't want to be a mother right now. When you when you date somebody, well, when I date someone, I'm thinking, which I, I should probably stop, but I'm thinking long term, you know, mm-hmm. eventually if it's hidden right. So, okay. Right. I don't want to get 
close to somebody who I know has children, who I know needs a certain type of partner, and I can't be that person. Right. It's a it's an adjustment. I tell you that. That's um, some real shit. It's real shit. I wish my wife was here so she could give her perspective because she's had to experience. You know the issues of you being a single father. Exactly. And, okay. Exactly. So so and tell us a little bit about that. Well. Being, Without shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, <laughs> you know, me and her are open, so you know, it's, we, you know, we'll talk this way anyway. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, being a single father has its issues. It definitely does, especially when you present them to a relationship because you're dealing with two different people, and you have to maintain two different relationships as as the person in the middle, you know, with the uh, the child. Mm-hmm. And so always your first precedent is your child. And then everything else follows. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes that, you know, that gets mixed up. You have to tell one person one thing. You have to tell the other person the same thing in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a whole lot of, it's a whole lot of connections that have to be made in order for that to work right. And if the person that's dating a man with the child is not ready for that, then they shouldn't experience it because it is very, I don't know, uh, it's powerful. You know, it's its something to change. It, you you change your life, you know, because you're becoming a parent now. Correct. Exactly. And, and from my personal experience, I have dated a woman with children before. So I do understand what you're saying. And you have to, at this point, when you're dating somebody with children, you have to claim this level of responsibility that I know currently and even probably now I wasn't ready for. I would say I don't have a list, but I would say on that list, I mean, if I was to date a woman with one child, I'd be okay with it. But probably not two because I'd be thinking long term, like I guess, especially at 30, I feel like. You supposed to kind of think long term when you're talking to somebody, and financially, I think it's just an issue with me. <laughs> My niggas, I'm not buying two cars. Yeah, I'm not going I mean, for two colleges. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, it's, and, it's, and sometimes in marriages there is that. Right. Uh, that you know the person that had the child before is the sole you know that is your sole responsibility to that child anyway yeah you know what i'm saying you invited this person into your life right you can't expect them to do things all the time mm-hmm. you know that's not their child biologically now i will say that <laughs> the you know the the overall thought is that people think when you get married that person should accept that child and it's going to work right away no, it don't work right. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. And it sounds and and it's interesting to see people's thought process on social media about it because because it they try to make it seem like it's just such a cohesive thing. Like it just works wonders every soon time. As you do it. I, I mean, I get that, but also I wouldn't marry somebody if I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to be. I right, I'm in the full swing of this. Correct. You know. Um, and I do like, of course, you know, people are going to have regular arguments, but, Correct. or misunderstandings or misscheduling. But as far as like, I don't know, man, that really ain't my child. Hell no. Like, you know, if you've been <laughs> dating somebody for this, if you've been dating somebody to the point where y'all are getting married, you need to be like, these, these are my kids. 
You know? But that's why I'm like, I ain't ready for that. Right. <laughs> so, let me chill before I say I can date somebody who got kids. Because at that time, because at that time when I was dating this person that had kids, it the 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 root of it was that you have kids, you don't have time to commit to me. Yeah. I'm I feel lonely in this relationship. So when that's the root, it it branches out and it establishes uh, a slew of different problems yeah. that come off of that root. And so I had to understand that's the root. It's not the fact that you have kids. It's the fact that okay, I'm a spontaneous person. If it's 10.31 at night, I'd be like, man, I feel like going to get some Hennessy. Let's go get some Hennessy and wings. Right. You can't do that when you got kids. Right. You, it has to be planned. It does. But if I was to meet the love of my life and she had a child, then I'd be cool with it. I'll accept it because... A child. Yeah, <laughs> a <laughs> child. One child. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, that's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's just, I think that's just me though, you know. So that's not that's that's not just you. It's 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 a an entire generation of people who are now becoming uh, dispositionally self-centered, mm -hmm. and it's not self-centered in a bad way. It's self-centered because I got a bill right now. Mm -hmm. Millennials well, don't really self-preservation. Self-preservation. Millennials. On our own track to not make as much money as other generations. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we have to be like, I got to climb this ladder. Now, marriage, that's where marriage as a partnership comes to, you know, mm -hmm. comes together. Me and my wife are both hustlers. Right. And we know that our plan is to make money. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when we make those connections and I help her and she helps me and we build together, it, it becomes a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. When you got that type of connection with a person, it's okay to understand that marriage is a long journey, but it's a great thought to be like, okay, we building this small stuff now. Right. In 20 years, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? And we're, we're going to be able to rest on our land. You know what I'm saying? Or be buried on our land because we are building together. But that's a strong connection that you got to have with somebody. Uh, I believe my wife stays in a relationship because she has that connection with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning of our relationship, I did place expectations of motherhood on her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes it was it was more selfish because I needed help at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she would present that help. But I could see that it would be a struggle for her to change her life because she went from a single woman with her own place, her own car, her own things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To me with my son mm -hmm. you know and um that was an that's an acceptance factor that you know that we often talk about we we talk about forgiveness versus acceptance a lot mm -hmm. sometimes you have to forgive something uh, uh somebody sometimes you just gotta, uh, gotta accept some shit true and it goes to the some even some small things like we talk about washing dishes all the time Sometimes I leave the uh, <laughs> the sprayer on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't switch back to the, yeah. to, the to the to the regular hose. And she can forgive. I can ask for forgiveness the thousands of times for for spraying her with that water. You know what I'm saying. As soon as she turns it on, or she just can accept that I'm not gonna switch that shit over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's, it's you know it's like that, and it's it's, yeah. it's so many different connections and patterns in a, in a relationship. Uh, 
that's deep as a marriage that you really got to be in tune with that person. So accepting a child has to be something that you it's either you you gonna do it you or, you, or you're, you're not. not. Like, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's 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 a really interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah. I really I really like the fact that you said you and your wife are hustlers because it kind of goes into you know my thought process of I guess having a financial standard for for um a prospect a partner basically um so liz do you have like maybe like a financial standard of a guy that you feel like you would really like to be with um i definitely don't have a financial standard um uh, who wouldn't want to marry a millionaire you know <clears throat> that ain't gonna move me now at the same time. Ain't gonna be my only thing to be like, oh, this nigga millionaire, let me ride with it. But I mean, it would be great, but not a standard. Um, I do think that, like, after you get to certain places or certain points in your life, um, you have like basic needs. Mm-hmm. So when I was 20, you know, I ain't care how much money you had, as long as you didn't ask me for none. <laughs> um, and now that I'm 27, um, it's like, well, I have a certain lifestyle I want to live. Right. And I have a certain lifestyle that I expect to get to. Um, I have a certain lifestyle I expect to get to and to live like. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't have it now, we need to definitely have a plan to how are we going to get to this point um, in life that we can live the way we want. I don't like when people have a desired standard of living and no way to get there. Correct, and I think um, I think when I, you know, I'm I'm a single male too, living this kind of single life. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to dating, I've realized that when you're meeting somebody new and you're dating, and they express to you this is how they see themselves in five to ten years or whatever or however they present it, you have to. I think. Me, I look at them and I think about what they're saying and I think about what they're currently doing and I be like, is this even attainable for this person? Like some, <laughs> like 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 some of the stuff some people stay, say, I just I mean, be like, I don't even know if this is attainable. Like maybe you should say how you know you should probe them but, 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 how they gonna attain it. But but I'm already um, indict in, in, <laughs> I'm messing the word up. But I'm already labeled as a person that's a prober. Like I'm a very inquisitive person. It's a yeah. part of me just being a cancer. So, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I already asked a bunch of questions, and I don't want to just say how because I'm gonna just my my tone is gonna be off, and I'm gonna be like how how <laughs> nigga how are you how are you gonna get yeah. uh, two Mercedes Benzes and and uh, Silverado <laughs> and the three three-car garage in a three-story home i think that's when (laughs) like joe mentioned that's when the connection comes in and but no it's the first date we ain't on no connection (laughs) oh well you talking about i mean you mean like off the rip off real off rip i asked you where first off i don't even ask because i think it's a stupid question i'm just trying to live to the next day honestly but but you know women do like to ask that question they be like how like how do you see your how do you see your life going in the next five to ten years? Well, here's, here's why, though. So, <laughs> this it, it's for a couple reasons. Okay. One, if you consider yourself, you know, a Christian woman, 
Um, so you, <laughs> listen, but no, listen. So and you trying to live or marry or date based the Christian archetypal way, mm-hmm. then you like, okay, my husband is going to be the head of my household and my provider. Now, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to be looking for men who are going to lead and provide off the rip and, you know, secure and love you and stuff. But the way, <laughs> the way, you know, you to me, like every man you, not every man, but most men you date are going to eventually, you know, love you and care for you. Right. So... Those two, you can get, you can get that. You gotta know, all right, what this nigga got, or how he trying to get it, or how are we gonna live? Right. So if you consider yourself the type of woman who wants to live a specific type of way, that's an important question. Um, also, people who don't have men who don't have foresight, it's scary to women. You know, um, I get that we live day to day, but you you set a plan up for yourself already. You know what I'm saying? So that's a little different. But it's some people who literally live day to day and they don't have any foresight. And it doesn't provide any security or like protection for the for their partner, men or women. And that makes both sides like, ooh, you know, you get to not knowing where you go, how you gonna eat the next day, and then you start doing <laughs> shit that's illegal. You know, people, I ain't eating. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you know, if you don't know how you gonna eat the next day or how you gonna pay your bills in two months, it makes people. A little jittery, you know? So, I think that's important to have foresight in that regard. Like, what am I going to be doing in the next five years? Or, you know, have some type of guy, you know? You're right. You're right. I mean, that's definitely true. You definitely got to have foresight. And I just think it's imperative that that um, the people that you are dating or courting or anything like that, they have an opinion or... They have a, a perspective on where they see their life going alone, because you have to you have to be together by yourself before you be together with somebody else. Sometimes, I mean, I'm saying, I'm uh, and I'm not just saying financially. I'm saying like together as far as like mentally stable enough to be able to be with somebody. Like yeah. sometimes, sometimes we jump in relationships. Instantly marriages and, and we not happy alone yeah you know what i'm saying so so i think and and even if you're not together financially yet you have a plan in play that i can actually look at you and say okay i believe in her that she can execute because if you with somebody you gotta believe him yeah i've been with people i didn't believe in <laughs> i'd be like ain't no way this nigga finna do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Hey, look, i was uh gonna make a point to him something I think that is important for women to do when looking for a man is you got to be able to respect him. Correct. And you got to want to respect him. If if a man is not respectable, if he's not to be respected, not walking around like he got it, you know what I'm saying? Don't deal with that man. You know what right. I'm saying? Cuz right. it's a lot of it's a lot of men out here that should not be respected enough to have a woman. Correct. You know what I'm saying? You got to demand your respect as a man in order to think that that you can have a relationship for a long time, because she said something about head of household earlier. That is a position to hold as, you know, as dear as you hold a, a baby. You know what I'm saying? That is that that's something that is is so important for a family when you're raising kids and they always on record. You know what I'm saying? Kids is on record at all times. They learn from what they see, and if you ain't you know, the man in your house and not demanding of respect, but de- deserving of respect, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Then, you know, then you ain't really a man. 
that's 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 gonna handle a long relationship that's gonna ask you to grind out for a long time. So let me so, so let me ask y'all this: how how is it how important was it to you when you met your wife that y'all had the same faith in religion and? Oh, it's important to me. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't, you know, I ain't gonna say I'm a Bible toting Southerner. I do believe in the Lord God, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, and I will express that publicly any day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is important to me because I I want to pray with my wife. I want to go to church with my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those are special experiences for a family. I think that they bond you to the black community. I think that they bond you to your spiritual life. You know what I'm saying? And because every person should have a spiritual life, you know, it's 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 a part of the whole being of a person is to have something that even atheists, something that they truly stand on, they truly stand on their disbelief. So, something that you truly stand on, something and, and exercising your body, exercising your mind, taking time to meditate, eating right, sleeping right, fucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, those are the things that keep you together. So in, in my mind, that spiritual zone is something I got to have connected with my wife. You know what I'm saying? We go to the same church, and when we hear the Lord, we say woo at the same time. Mm-hmm. We good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I've been in a relationship with someone who was not of the same religion, and we dated for a long time, and it did not work out. That was one of the main reasons. What, what, what religion was she? Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. Okay. And it was still like, uh, I guess, a, a fashion of Christianity because yeah. it's the same characters. Right. But the the disbelief in certain positions uh, that would affect the family were not together. Okay. Um, and it was a lot of other shit going on. <laughs> right, right, right. That was one of you know, um, the main things. Faith is definitely, like, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, like, I'm not going to not date somebody who says they believe in what I believe in, but they're not in the same place in, you know, their journey as me. Because, like, you might be a person that doesn't go to church, but you believe and you're willing to, you know, grow your relationship mm-hmm. with whoever you believe in. Well, shit, whoever I believe in. If you If you say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you say, oh, yeah, I believe in God, I'm a Christian, and then you like, I don't really go to church, but I definitely, you know, I would love to go more. Or, you know, I might, I watch my little church podcast or you know I, okay. if they're doing something to strengthen their connection or even have the desire to mm-hmm. then I'm I, you know I'll be open to it but just like nah I don't believe uh, cause I feel like when you get when you get a partner that's you don't really have to care much about anybody else in the world and what they do but if you plan on having a life with someone that needs to be someone that you can connect with on a spiritual level as well um, you can have friends who don't believe in what you believe in you know that's cool you don't have to be with your friends. You know, you're not planning your life with your friends. Mm-hmm. Your your partner can be the one person on earth that has the same belief system as you. So I feel like faith is very important. You know. Correct. I mean, God I, gets me through. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was a God gets me through things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And if my my partner is praying with me and spiritually encouraging me, whether it's together or alone, I know that I'm covered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your parents talk all you know your whole life about how they cover you in prayer. Mm-hmm. We, if your spouse doing that too or your partner doing that too, you're in a good thing. You know also, what I'm you know, um, Christianity, you know, my religion directly reflects my decision making. So I don't want a partner who's making decisions based on something that's not of what we believe in, you know, spiritually. 
if it's not their guide, it's gonna cause me problems, especially if I'm saying, okay, I want a husband who, and I want him to be the lead. I have a problem with patriarchy and Christianity, I'll say that, but <laughs> if I have a husband and I say I want him to, you know, lead my house and, or lead my life and lead our family, and he's not making decisions based on what we believe in, based on, you know, Christianity or the Bible or just being more like, you know, God-like and like Jesus, then we're going to have a problem. You know, it's going to cause confusion or even send us as a whole on a whole nother journey that we weren't intended to go on. So, you know. Correct. I mean, I believe the same thing and I have I haven't actually dated somebody that's been a different religion of mine, but I have I would say went out on dates with somebody that is a different religion and I would think if I did actually date somebody with a different religion and you actually get married to this person and you actually have a family, I just think it'll be kind of a confusing time. Yeah. Because it's like when you have children you know, as humans, we all got to walk our own spiritual path. But at the same time, I feel like as a child, of course, you kind of, I won't say you have to be forced in the right way or whatever you, you think is the led. right way. You know, you have to be led, though. I yeah, mean, you do, man. Yeah. I tell you what, um, being led in leadership, you know, it's like one servant leading the next. Uh, when you when you truly are in leadership or in head of household positions or a, anything that you know that means, and head of household doesn't necessarily mean man or woman. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, but any any type of position like that, you got to understand that you're gonna be the biggest servant of all. You know, leadership is not about I'm the man, I'm the boss. It's right. the person that's serving the most to bring everybody else up. You know, and so incorporating into your life and and into your daily life means means putting self back a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, fatherhood is a lot like that. Uh, marriage is a lot like that. So you when know, it comes both to sides. so when it comes to fathering your children and I was in Christianity, how do you? How have you? You know, in in conjunction with your wife, kind of molded them into um christians basically uh well first off going to church right you know, making that a, making that a habit right and even though we don't go a, a lot we do go mm -hmm. and um i talk to my son a whole lot about the bible and we read the bible together mm -hmm. uh um you know a lot you know uh, we talk about God almost constantly and how he's incorporated in uh, the direction that I want my son to grow in. Okay. Uh, or what he's, you know, the way that he's blooming, the things that he's good at, those things, we incorporate God into that. The things that he's not good at, we definitely incorporate God into that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it's, you know, it's a constant path of morality and what to do and right from wrong and... Um, where to set your skills and what to focus on. You know, all of that's in the Bible. You know Correct. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a whole lot of that in the Bible. So mm -hmm. just find a scripture that connects with that. We build on that and that conversation buzz into an hour-long spill about different scriptures that apply to these parts of your life. And, you know, mm -hmm. and so that's how I lead him in the, in the way of Christianity. My that's wife's dope, journey man. is hers, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, 
and I love that about that because you know we not a relationship shouldn't be I'm forcing you to yeah. love God like I love God. Right. No, you know what I'm saying. Your spiritual journey is solo the whole way. Correct. From birth to death, you know. So how she loves God is different from how I love God, and how I, I like watching her love God. She, you know, I wonder if she likes me, you know, and I'm probably sure she does. Every every woman wants a godly man, you know what I'm saying? Because we, we firm, you know what I'm saying? We right. firm. But uh, yeah. Okay. So um, same way I'm gonna do with my daughter when she's growing up, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, we'll start reading little nighttime stories, you know what I'm saying? We already read books, and she say the word book all the time <laughs> yeah, when yeah. she wanna read them. So I'm gonna incorporate God through that. Yeah, that I think that's beautiful, man. Um, to go in a different direction, um, I want to ask Liz, how is the dating landscape in 2020 for men? I mean, we live in Jackson, Mississippi, so I'm sure you got a lot of words to say about that, about the, you know, the positives, the pros and the cons <laughs> to dating in um, 2020. <laughs> well, um, wow. So, <laughs> the first I don't want to start out with problems. I don't want to start out with problems. I'll say um, one thing about Jackson um, that I like, about the the men in Jackson that I like, um, we have a lot of things in common. You know, we're Southerners. Most of the men that I that would be in my dating range or dating scene or my, my scope of men, um, we have the same faith. You know, we got the same principles. We relate on a lot of levels because we've experienced the same things. I've been in Jackson my entire life. You know, I've lived here my whole life. Um, so that's, that's the good part. Um, (laughs) unfortunately, and this is not, you know, just specific to Jackson. Well, one thing that's specific to Jackson or closer to Jackson is, um, and I really hate to like generalize people and sound like a bad person, but I've encountered in my experience, um, a lot of people who have an expectation to, um, a lot of people who are kind of um complacent um complacent in what way and where they are in life and the direction of their life so and and most of these people aren't doing bad but they just got to a spot that it was cool and it was good and they're good right there and so and these are people that i've you know i've had experience with and it's just like that's great that you're in a good spot but what's the next level what's you know what's up that could just be a me thing. So, you know, in those situations, I try to check myself. and be like, hey, where's your head at with it? But that's one thing that I've encountered that I didn't really like. Um, me and my age in general have this, um, <laughs> this desire um, to receive so much for so little. And it's like a lot of things that I've experienced have been like every, every situation is a test. How old are you? I'm 27. Okay. So, um, I don't like to be tested. I don't like to be challenged or countered in certain ways, which I know this might be a personal experience, but, um, (laughs) I feel like, um, several of the men that I've, you know, encountered in dating have been like, I'm going to do this to see what you do. Well, I'm the type of person, if you do something to see what I'm going to do, I'm either not going to engage you at all. I'm going to dead that shit or I'm going to do the opposite. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have, you know, but I know that that's a Liz thing because I have my own issues with, you know, authority or just, you know, being, trying to be handled. Men like to 
jump into the position of the handler, you know, not the guider, not the leader, not the, hey, you know, let's rock on this same level and maybe or the suggester, they want to handle you. They want to say, no, nah, we going to do this. Pump the brakes, please. <laughs> and I think um, the obsession with needing to, even needing to be the leader and not knowing how to be on the same level for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Let's Let's roll even Steven for a while. You know, I think that's another issue that I found with several men. I gotta, I gotta tell you what to do. No, you do not. Or on the exact opposite side of that, they don't do shit. They want you to sit up the dates. They want you to come over all the time. They want you, you know. And it's like, I get it, but I don't. <laughs> you know, they have no initiative. And it's like I said, for a woman, you gotta have. We all looking for balance. So, you know, me, I feel like I'm a pretty easy person to get along with for the most part. Um, I do know that I'm my own person. So I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. I don't need anybody to try to mold me and shape me into doing anything. I don't need to be handled. But I do like a person who is also their own person. They can respect what I'm saying the same way I can respect what they're saying. And we can come to agreements. Most of the things that I've done, most of the situations I've been in, the relationships I've been in where they went well, we were on the same page. It was good communication. Hey, I want to eat hibachi. I don't really want hibachi today. How about we go? Um, <laughs> how about we go get whatever the hell? You know what? I could try whatever the hell. Well, how about we go get tacos? Okay, I can have tacos. You know what I'm saying? Or hey, you want to come over? Nah, I'm not really feeling it today. I had a long day at work. You know what? Okay, have a good night. You know, not but not in the have a good night, go to bed, yeah. f you. But the okay, I understand. You know, when communication is clear then we're good. Most men I've encountered in my dating range and my friends can say the same thing. Um, the communication is not there. So, so I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. Okay. Um, what it sounded like to me, it was like, I want a leader, but I don't want a leader to actually lead me. <laughs> that's exactly, that's what I just got from all it of that. Can, it can sound like that. <laughs> and I mean, I hear you. And I can get that. And I have no problem with checking myself, you know. Right. But I think what I'm trying to say is that I want someone, like I said, who is their own person, has the capability to lead, but also respects me enough to let me make my own decisions. Because if we're dating, we're not married. Correct. And I think people okay. kind of confuse the two for a very long time. They jump right into, you have to start making all my decisions. Or you have to start guiding everything for me. Or, you know, both sides don't respect that all the time. So, you have women who want men to immediately jump in and start being the man. And it's like, whoa, sis. <laughs> you know, like, hold on, pump your brakes. Yeah. Three, a month ago, two months ago, you was rolling, you know, you was doing your own thing. So how can you expect someone to jump in and start making all your own decisions? Also, on the other side, some men want a woman to come in. Boom, that's my woman. She doing everything I say do. Whoa, pump your brakes. You know, so I think it's, it's the balance. You got to find a balance. Go ahead, Joe. I think... Um, <laughs> Y'all can call me on my BS now. I don't mind. No, no, no. I was going to say that uh, in a relationship, uh, sometimes making that choice of who's going to be the person to make the decision, it ain't in a marriage always the man. It's always the best person. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's us together. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't always, you know, got to be just because I'm the man, I'm going to make the decision. 
sometimes handing the decision off to your wife or letting her go ahead and make the decision anyway is way more mature than saying I'm gonna handle this. You 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 one person, you can't handle everything. And uh, just because you're a man, don't mean you can move the entire world. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you had the power to, cause you a king. Right. But kings and queens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you gotta be like, you know, dishy. Ain't nothing wrong with the assist. Right. So, um, when Liz was talking, I I found something very interesting. And I want to ask you about it, Joe, because I know I have. I mean, one of my favorite toxic traits is actually throwing out hypothetical scenarios and seeing how a woman will operate off of it. And I and you just said that you can't that's, stand it. That's problematic because we're never going to operate the way you expect. It's problematic as fuck, and I'm disappointed when you don't operate in the way and that I expect. And that's why you shouldn't do that. So, so Joe, <laughs> you know, you had a relationship, then you got married. Is this something that men do, or is it, or is it just a toxic trait of mine? I know a lot of niggas that do it, but did you throw? Did you maybe, you know, not to shoot yourself in the foot? Did you maybe, hypothetically, allegedly, mm. <laughs> do do something to see the reaction of your wife or something like that? Nah, yeah. nah, not, I, I've done that. Before, before, but, I, but I've never done that with my wife. Never done that because I know her her uh, spirit. <laughs> she's gonna okay. cut that shit short. You know, she she's passionate in a way that yeah. she shuts bullshit down. So I ain't I ain't fucking with <laughs> on that. One. Man, 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 I got some stories, dog. But the thing is, you you're right. That's your wife. That, that's <laughs> you your that's that. your wife. You know what I'm saying? But and, she wasn't always and I, his wife. Yeah, but but he knew. In a certain, did you know in a certain span, like when you and your wife, before y'all got married, when y'all got official, did you ever be like, okay, this is gonna be my wife? Like, how how soon was that? Oh, I knew before I was gonna get married. Oh, okay, yeah. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if I meet somebody nigga, like that, you don't, nigga, 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 nah, you can't do that. <laughs> but um, I think that makes it problematic. Um, like just. The desire to be the leader all the time, you know, desire to be the desire to be right or be, you know, the one who's making stuff happen or making the rules is one issue that I found with men. It could be the type of men that I like. I mean, of course, it's the type of men. What type know. of men do you like? Um, that's I like men. Period. Black men. Period. Okay. Um, now. Period. <laughs> the T. <tea. laughs> um, I don't. I'll say um, my standards, because I don't really believe in people. Oh, I got standards. Ooh, you got hell this. My, <laughs> my standards are based off my morals. You know, I need somebody that's honest. I need somebody that's reliable. I need somebody that's you know um, gonna do the right thing at the right time, or gonna do the right thing all the time. You know, I need somebody who is trustworthy. Would you be ready for that type of dude today? Like, Absolutely. I feel like I'm that type of person. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I need somebody who's doing that same, you know, stuff. Um So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Do y'all do you think social media okay, so if you see a guy that you like, you meet you meet him at maybe uh vibe. Shout out to Vibe. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> you you meet him at Vibe. And well, if I meet him at Vibe, I meet him in the ghetto. So maybe we should find another place. Both of y'all in the ghetto. So, <laughs> I mean, I was there shout, too, shout, huh? out, shout out to Vibe. I, <laughs> hey, hey, I rock some y'all. 
Hey, you in the ghetto too. Hey, but you meet a dude at Vibe. Mm-hmm. He an attractive dude, you know. Y'all have a little conversation. Y'all taking shots. You realize, okay, this dude, he, he seemed like a stand-up guy. Nice job, nice teeth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and y'all exchange numbers, and you follow him on Instagram. And then you friend request him on Facebook. He posts his pictures. He gets 500 likes. Bunch of girls under the pictures. Hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes. And that shit, I mean, that don't really matter to me. It don't matter to you. So, so okay. So... So you saying if you get a guy that get all these likes, all this attention, it don't matter to you? No, I um, <laughs> that's when it goes back to you know like the shit that I care about. I, I like to be around people who care about what I care about. Okay. So um, you having getting thirteen hundred likes on Instagram, I don't give a shit about Instagram. You know, I'll I'll get off social media. I don't care. Oh, you now, gonna give you, up social media for this dude? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just saying like. <laughs> I'm saying, like, me, I don't have to even be on social media. You know, right. that's not a thing that just plagues me. Now, if you on social media wowing with the shit, like, posting Ill- illegal stuff or, you know, you posting know stuff like that, dope. posting guns and drugs, <laughs> and then that's, that's pause for the cause. But that means you don't have the other stuff that I require, like, honesty, mor- you know, the, yeah. the, mo- the morals that I like. But just, you know, being somebody who people find fly or attractive, I mean, that's... That's part of the game. But, because I, I, cause I mean, I didn't seem, you know. That's insecurity if you mad at that. Right. Like, it's. Unless all 500 of them people roll into your house, then that's a That'll be wild, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Joe, Joe uh, have you ever, like, had to deal with any of that, like, prior to being married of, like, maybe you like this girl picture and, you know, you know, when you. When you follow somebody and you like close friends, like it could be a thousand likes, but your name gonna pop up. Now first. hold on, you ain't say him liking people pictures. Hold on, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to you. Okay. I'm coming back to you. <laughs> I'm coming back to you, but like you know, pride or even when you married, you like you like a girl picture, and you know, shit, that ass was looking right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you like the girl picture, that ass was looking right, and your wife seen it. And was like, what's up, nigga? <laughs> like, like, what's up, nigga? Like, nah, we don't trip. We don't trip about social media. You know what I'm saying? Our personalities are our own, and I don't like pictures. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying I just scroll through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's no reason to like something, you know. In my opinion, okay. You just. You know, you see what you see, you keep moving. You right. know what I like I'm it saying? that much. Yeah. I like the way you think, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I like the way you think, Joe. I, I hope to get that one day. <laughs> yeah. So, Liz, if you see a dude and he say he liking your homegirl pictures, are you going you gonna to screenshot it and you going to text your homegirl, hey, did y'all used to talk? Y'all messed around? Oh, wow. No, absolutely not. Uh, for one, I know how niggas are on Instagram. I know how men are on social media. It's, oh, yeah. It's, we, a, it's a jungle we, out oh, there. Oh, yeah. And we shooting. So, we shooting you can't really you can't really take that to heart. Um, men are. It's really bizarre. Like, if you go, if you ever get a chance to look at a woman's phone, especially a woman you think is really attractive, and you get to look at her phone and look at her, and she posts a picture when she's with you. And you look at the likes and the DMs and all that stuff. That's you're crazy, gonna be disgusted. Man. That's right. But, <laughs> <laughs> like thirty but, dudes with dicks out. Look at my dick. But I think I, I just Ugh. know how men are, and men, you know, especially a lot of men now who um, the thing, a big thing 
with a lot of people is uh, being socially awkward or, you know, I'm, I'm a little... I'm a little timid or, you know, you think or that's even becoming people, a, uh, uh, I, popular? I don't want to call it a big thing. I'm just saying it's an issue with a lot of people, you know, being mm-hmm. not so, not a social butterfly, uh, right. an introvert, like they like to put on their Instagram pages, uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. Everybody's not, you know, going to be, Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, I liked your picture or, Hey, how are you? You look nice today. Right. Now, even that can be a lot, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Um, but just know how men are on Instagram. Men gonna like pictures, period. If you look nice, they're gonna like your picture most of the time. Um, then you got some men who can't like your pictures because they're girl trips off stuff like that. So they gonna like one every now and then, but they ain't gonna like no more for about three months, you know. Um so I think that only matters when you care. And I also think it's way more nuanced, you know, like now if you on Twitter talking about where the bitches at, pull your titties out. Um, or, you know, you on there talking real suggestive and you got a woman in your bed beside you that is your woman, Right, (laughs) it's problematic, but it's all nuanced. You know, you can't just be like, I don't care about this, you know, nah. But of course, me personally, I ain't finna date no nigga who's gonna be wild on the gram like that anyway, or wild on Instagram, (laughs) wilding on the gram. Nah, I ain't finna be with nobody who's like that anyway. You know, we, we, I... Care about discretion, at okay. least. Like you can like bitches, sure. Um, we ain't married, but I tell you, when one chill thing, out when it needs when it's time to chill out. <laughs> right. One thing me and my wife both got in common is that we don't be wild on Instagram and nothing like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. She she was actually that was one of the things that would have been a red flag for her. You know, if I was all chest out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Chest out. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was so old. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but anyway, uh, she ain't like that neither. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We, she, ain't, you ain't finna catch uh, everything that I got mm-hmm. for the world to see. You know what I'm saying? Discretion is, yeah. you know, yeah. This, this, like this, it's here. Discretion is very important. I mean, but it to me, it seemed like the world is less discreet, and that's where the dating population is, where everybody is. Less discreet, like, like I supposed to believe, you know, not to sound sexist or anything, but I supposed to believe this girl who who turned her ass towards the camera every damn picture. I supposed to believe that, you know, she's a faithful church going woman. Um, <laughs> you are supposed to believe that. If that's what she wants you to believe. If that's what um, she wants me to believe, or is it? If true? that's what she tells you, hey, I'm a faithful church going woman. That's all you need to know. You, okay, um, I can, I can, I can go with that. Think, Te- teach me up, Liz. Teach me up. <laughs> I think that um, <laughs> people put too much stock in social media. True. It's just a contact card. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just hey, this is this is how you get in in, in contact with so me. So why you fire my ass up on social media? Because all the you, time? Be, you be <laughs> with the shit, you know. <laughs> you be capping like the young folks. Like, you be with the cap on the app. The cap on this app. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. But if you put enough stock into it, it can become it was the wrong type of energy into it. You put good stuff out there, your page is gonna always have good stuff. I'm not saying be not be authentic, but I'm saying like you know, if you post stuff that matters or has substance, mm-hmm. cool. Now on the other side, if you posting trash all the time or you're you know, and I don't mean just like jokes. I mean 
legitimately like bad post, right? Then that's the type of you know that's what people are gonna associate with you because you have your face on this, and they're gonna think this is part of your personality. People who don't like guns are not gonna post guns on a page. You know, people who don't like bitches with their titties out <laughs> and what, are not going to post bitches with their titties out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People who don't like certain things are not going to post those things. So it kind of matters to that degree. Like, okay, if you drink, if you drink and lean, that's your thing. I would never know you drunk lean. You know what I'm saying? Until you go put 17 bottles of promethazine with codeine on your page. And I'm like, this man, Wow, you know what you think, Joe? But if I'm into lean drinkers, I'm like this, that, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it matters, but it doesn't. It just it's supposed to give people a glimpse into a person's personality, and just that a glimpse, a glimpse. That's it. But people be like, "This is who this person is," and it's not that black and white. It's yeah. it's so nuanced. That's because a lot of people put their life out there, though. Yeah. You know, and, and so the expectation for the populace becomes, "I want to see your life." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Niggas be like, "Why you don't post?" Like, are you that connected to the internet? What was niggas doing before Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Like, I don't was they know. talking about their neighbors or some shit? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell folks was doing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, writing letters and passing them in the hall. Facebook, it was on Facebook. Yeah, but before, before Facebook. Facebook. You was writing letters to you from me. <laughs> right. Love this person when, and passing them in the hallway. Right. The, 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 right. the whole left side of the paper. The song of the day. I yeah. mean, we can't. I can't act like it doesn't matter at all because it's literally a part of our, a part of our generations. Like this is it. Like you know, we are technology, social media. That's us. I can't front. Now we did get a side of pre, you know, all that. But at the point where it mattered, when we were no longer adolescent and we going into being adults, and you know, all this stuff, shit. Social media was life. You know what I'm saying? True. So you can't yeah. act like it don't matter at all. It do matter. That's why I say it's nuanced, but it's what you put out. True. And the substance behind what you're saying. All right. Um, we're going to wrap this up. But before we wrap it up, I'm going to ask Joe, um, do you have any advice for me and Liz since we're like <laughs> living this kind of single life and, you, and you've and reached this this heavenly plateau of marriage? So, <laughs> plateau. plateau. Heavenly that's, plateau. Not a, that's not a good word, plateau. <laughs> it's a heavenly plateau, though. But plateau is flat. That means it ain't going to hey, go no higher. Hey. My nigga's striving over here. It's okay. A okay. <laughs> this, 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 it's a this, godly this, institution. Okay. This this heavenly tower, tower of Babel. Wow. Tower of Babel feel that. I'm like, hold hey, on, hey, bro. But, hey, but in theory, it goes all the way up, son. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. The advice that I would give you is just to be patient, like I was saying earlier, man. Uh, with most of the mature decisions that you're going to make in your life, it's uh, wise to start thinking about them initially. Whenever you have a thought about something that's going to affect your life, because, you know, usually as you grow up, you, you think about, okay, now I need insurance for this. So, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, uh, okay, I'm hitting 30 with that retirement looking like. You know right. what I'm saying? It started when you had that initial thought. It's it's important to act on it right then, but also to process the decisions that you're getting ready to make. That's going to affect the decisions for you and for your family, or you know, or for your relationship. Just you know, be patient in your process and fully understand what you want to do with your life. Write it down. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the great minds write things down. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
even if it's things about your relationship. You, you know, I'm a journaler, so uh-huh. I, that's what I would tell you to do. Is you know, is to do that. But if you're not, just get in deep thought about the things that you really want to do with your life, the things that you really want to do with your relationship, where you want to see that person go. You know what I'm saying? Where you want to see yourself go with that person. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's what I would say and I always trust God okay good good alright we're gonna close this out um, thank you for listening to Verbal Intercourse episode 2 